0: Hey everybody, this is Adam, one of the hosts of the podcast you're about to listen to. Don't skip this, it's not an ad. Just dropping in to let you know, this episode you're about to listen to was originally recorded and released as a bonus episode back in February of this year. We're releasing it today because we are putting out the second part of of this bonus episode series, which is our deep and loving exploration into the Robert the Doll horror movie franchise. We were due to put out a free episode this week anyway, and so here you are. This is me and Caitlin Cut feverishly reviewing the horror movie called Robert. That's horror movie with air quotes, question marks, the whole thing. And here's the thing. If you're a subscriber, you can hear us recapping the second Robert the Doll horror movie called The Curse of Robert on the Pretty Scary Patreon or Supercast or right in your Spotify app. So maybe after you listen to this, go subscribe and listen to that too and listen to a whole bunch of back episodes that you've probably never heard and you'll get a whole bunch of bonus episodes in the future too. It is a win-win proposition. I win, you win, we win. Or just keep listening for free. We love you all the same either way. Thanks for listening to me. Let's get to the show.
1: Welcome to Pretty Skin. With your hosts, Caitlin Cut, Gary Martin, and Todd Brown.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Pretty Scary. I'm Adam Todd Brown, and I'm very excited to talk about what we're talking about today. Are you Caitlin Cutt? I'm I'm Caitlin Cutt. We're here. Okay, Pretty Scary Booth. Let's go. We are your hosts. Holy shit, Caitlin. Can we talk about the movie Robert?
1: Oh man, can we? <laughs> I <I've, sighs> how did we not know this existed? First of all, I I knew and
0: then just never just did anything with it and then forgot, and you reminded me. Oh. And it's a thing. Robert, well, there's a whole I, franchise of movies about Robert the doll. Pretty scary fans, depending on how long you've been listening to this podcast. That's possibly very exciting information for you because listen, you Robert know what the, Robert the doll means to us.
1: It's in the fabric of the show. Sure is. He, he, that, the, 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 the curse, the ghost adventures content, all of it ties together with Robert, Robert the doll. He is the now box we have,
0: of haunted dolls.
1: Now we have a cinematic universe to explore.
0: A whole five installment cinematic universe. Five movies put out over the course of like four years. And
1: we're watching all of them.
0: Oh, you're damn right we are.
1: God, I am so fucking pumped. Okay, so I know normally we cover real ghost stories, but- this is scary, existentially, that this movie got made. Uh, Caitlin, they make it pretty clear right up front
0: that this is a true <laughs> ghost story. I don't what know are you where, ta- what are you, uh, where is what are this you, coming from, honestly. Adam, what
1: do you uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Before, how? And in, in what way do they make it clear, Adam?
0: Well, there's a blurb at the beginning of the movie, mm, and mm-hmm, mm. it's a very long one. Should we read it now, or should we?
1: Can we call that a blurb?
0: <laughs> Here it goes. This is in all caps, by the way. The film which you are about to see is based on the tragic real life events which befell a family after a strange doll called Robert entered their lives. Wherever Robert goes, death and destruction follows. Some call it coincidence. Others claim the supernatural events attributed to Robert are a fabrication of troubled minds. Many people believe Robert to be the most haunted doll in all the world. Whatever the truth may be, Robert the doll has gained a legendary and fearsome reputation.
1: You're supposed to read all of that.
0: Yeah, they they pause for a bit. So you can take it all in. And I then paused you, the
1: movie because I got stressed out. I'm like, oh, it's going to move too fast because I. The, it's white font, which these people should be kicked out of movie world alone for that. It's like white embossed font. It looks like a headstone. I think that's what they're going for, but it made it very hard for me to read anyway. And they keep adding stuff to it. Like at one point, they also add Robert
0: is now located in a museum in Florida. And it's like, well, then he's not that scary. Is the museum
1: haunted front? They say this. Yeah. And it's like, well, first of all, who doesn't know where Robert the doll lives? Right. Okay. Like everybody in the United States knows that. And it's funny that I say the United States (laughs) because I am not sure where this movie takes place at all. Uh, My best description
0: of it is it seems to take place in the little United States section of London. It just
1: very...
0: Everyone's got a British accent and then except every once in a while, someone will show up and be like, what are you doing around here, Missy? Or, yeah. Hey, I'm the new housekeeper. And it's like, no, you're not. What you're you not the about? new housekeeper.
1: Okay. So let's talk about the first scene. <laughs> Should we, uh, people
0: know what Robert the doll is, right? Should we just give him a quick rundown? I mean, it's, yeah, it's a haunted doll. Fucking, it's a haunted doll.
1: It's a haunted also, doll.
0: A listener sent us one and I had it for a long time. I finally got rid of it because it genuinely creeps people out. Like yeah. I had it in the studio for a while and people would come record and they'd be like, the fuck is that next to the uh, screen that I have to look at to read notes, sir? I'm like, relax, it's just a haunted doll staring also put deeply him in, in a, your eyes.
1: You put him in a small chair, which...
0: <laughs> yeah, it sits in a chair, it holds a pet lion. Yeah. Thank you to the, the listener who sent it. Uh, yeah. Ashley, I believe was her name. Thank you, Ashley. I have since gotten rid of it because it creeped people out. And here's the thing. I got rid of it and like I didn't do it in any ceremonious fashion. I made my wife say goodbye to it before I got rid of it, of course, and I did the same. And you know what? Nothing bad happened. My dog died and my bowels <laughs> caught on fire for three months after that. But uh,
1: I was gonna say the timeline is a little sus. Beyond that, um
0: I think things went fine.
1: Here's the thing about the doll we had like a you conscious
0: are- uncoupling. <laughs> me and robert you, G-
1: you and gp know what the conscious uncoupling <laughs> are uh so if you have started listening to this show like within the last year I, I will say there's an important thing about the doll which is not incorporated in the movie which is if you see the doll you have to say goodbye to it or yes. it will the doll robert will plague your life with bad luck none of that is in the movie and I feel like that is, I, I don't know, that's like taking away the whole Santa comes down the chimney part of Santa Claus. Like this is kind of, that's my only critique because as far as I'm concerned, this movie is the best movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. And
0: that's just good public service work right there. Exactly. It, like, here's, here's my advice. Say goodbye to anything haunted that you always what's it cost doesn't cost nothing. you anything they're not gonna cost you nothing charge you an extra 15 bucks on the haunted tour you're on if you say goodbye to that haunted book or whatever the fuck
1: guys Just do it ghosts haunted objects very touchy you don't want to lead them on you don't uh-uh. want them to think you want them to come with no this is not bumble okay you mm-hmm. can't you can't toy with a haunted object or a haunted house because it gets attached Right. And it, it loves you with all its dead see-through heart.
0: And that, okay? does, that does happen at the Zach Bagans Haunted Mansion. I've I've mentioned a bunch of times, Peggy, the doll in that room, they're like, fucking say goodbye to Peggy when you leave. Say
1: goodbye to Peggy. Or no, Mm -hmm. I
0: think they say, if you talk, you have to say goodbye to Peggy. And those aren't dice I'm willing to roll. Even if I'm quiet, I'm saying goodbye.
1: Well, there's like a 99.9% chance that I'm talking if I'm in a room, even if I'm alone. So
0: that was my favorite part of the tour, but because that tour gets progressively scarier. And by the time we got to that room, there were maybe like eight of us still willing to to go in each room and they give you this whole spiel about all right if you talk to peggy you got to say goodbye to peggy or peggy will stay with you but you don't have to talk you could just go in and not talk and we get in the room and the first thing i do is look at them and go are we gonna talk nice and like i had already we had already talked and several <laughs> people shook their head no and i was like hey peggy these people don't <gasps> speak for me but i said goodbye they, w- they were all afraid to speak they were. They were legitimately afraid to speak.
1: But you get got a way out. You just say goodbye. You just why, say goodbye. Why be afraid? It's simple. It's simple. I, I don't think Peggy wants you to be silent. That's not what she's going for. She's just asking for you to say, to acknowledge her in little, the room. A
0: little courtesy.
1: Yeah. Do you just walk out of a room with someone's in forever? If you know you're not coming back, And you're ghosting a ghost. It's not okay. And Robert's kink is if
0: you disrespect him to his face, he's going to haunt you relentlessly for the rest of your life.
1: It's interesting that you use the word kink, because I will say this is the (laughs) most sexless horror movie I've ever seen in my life.
0: I kind of appreciated that. That was refreshing, because I can't imagine what those sex scenes were going to look like coming from this filmmaker.
1: Mm -mm, No, I mean, I'm relieved. But, you know, sometimes these cheesy filmmakers, like, they do not spare you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And this, I don't even think the husband and wife in this movie ever had sex.
0: Yeah. And if they did, we wouldn't see it. I'll get to that later. But yeah. there are some some weird quirks in the, this filmmaker's process.
1: Okay. So we go through this like incredibly long uh, disclaimer at the beginning of the, the movie. And then immediately we are introduced to this movie's addiction to candles.
0: Yeah, it's like a Spike Lee movie in that way. Spike Lee <laughs> loves a fucking candle.
1: It is a, a drinking game could be made out of every time there's a new candle, but it would kill you. Yeah, we're not endorsing that pretty scary drinking game. That's, we're not.
0: That's that's one of the bootleg ones that we don't encourage.
1: Yeah, that's a bootleg pretty scary drinking game. Don't <laughs> exactly. do it. OK, I'm just saying, like, if in a new scene there's a can- not for every candle. <laughs> No, no do for, it for every, every candle. candle. Yeah, do it for no, every candle. For every candle, it would absolutely kill <laughs> someone. Because I think in the first scene alone, I paused it and I counted 14 candles. It's a lot. Because I got curious. I was like, how many fucking candles are in this scene? Because and who's got the time to light all the like,
0: because you're not just leaving them running 24 seven, I hope you got to go well, blow those out and then relight them the next day.
1: Not just the next day, the next fucking take every setup, you're going to light these candles <laughs> well, somebody get paid in,
0: in real life terms. But yeah, I'm even thinking... worse if you're making a movie.
1: Making this movie, somebody made bank as an official candle lighter for this production. Yeah. I don't know if you get like an altar boy in there just like trying to like practice or what.
0: It's a lot. It's got to be a lot of work to keep the candles lit on this set. This movie, it wastes zero time letting us (laughs) know what it's about. Uh, If if you had any doubt what was going to be happening or what was going to be doing it, there's this scene in the beginning where this couple, this man's like, look, my wife, she's been she's been sick, dog, and the wife is sitting over his shoulder and she's fucking shivering and shit, and he's talking to this old woman and he's like, I don't know what, I don't know why she's getting so sick. What's happening? And the woman goes. It's the doll. And then everyone I mean, looks and Robert the doll is just sitting there. But holy shit, this doll. That doll. <laughs> it looks like uh, I'm, I've, I came up with two. Uh, it's got some Dick Van Dyke qualities to it. Sure. It's got some modern day Robert Redford to it. But mm-hmm. if both of them died and went to hell, like, yeah, that's what they look like down there. And I hate that because it's the same thing the Poltergeist reboot did where they made the clown scary. That's Don't why the that. clown was scary in the first movie because Ex- exactly. it wasn't
1: scary. A kid wouldn't play with a deliberately scary looking clown. Clowns are scary on their own. Right. Leave it. And the, the and- real Robert the doll
0: is this adorable kid with like chicken pox granted, but he's wearing a sailor
1: suit and he's got a pet lion like a toy lion it's also weird on its own though you know it kind of looks like a voodoo doll like the original robert the doll looks like a giant voodoo doll in my opinion it's kind of featureless i think that the version the robert the doll version in this movie looks like one of those brats dolls
0: oh sure yeah
1: because it's got those eyes it kind of looks like if, if you're old enough to remember the Steve Madden, uh, clunky shoe commercial, the girls walking down the street, <laughs> that's what this doll looks like in a bow tie.
0: It looks like it has a thyroid condition.
1: Oh yeah. This thing has Graves disease or something. <laughs> it's, like, it's in bad it's shape. Got, it's in bad, shape. It's got Crohn's. Shape. There's something, something isn't being digested or something's being overproduced. Definitely hyperthyroid for sure. And I, I, I don't like that. I like no kid would play with
0: that doll. Any kid you should, I mean, well, I don't know. If you would have caught me at the right age, I'd be like, I thought I was so fucking creepy. Give it to me.
1: Right. Like a 15 year old boy. Sure. Yeah. But it- But But also the minute it
0: starts talking to me, I'm drop kicking it out the fucking window.
1: Yeah. And the ruse is the doll should look innocent. So you're like, you're blaming all of this on a doll. Now, if I walked into a room and there was like a bunch of knives in a wall and something was on fire and you were like, it's that doll. And it was the doll from the movie. I'd be like, I believe you. Oh, 100%. But if it was like a whatever doll, I'd be like, Adam, we have to go to the hospital right now.
0: I might just walk in the room, look at the knives, and go, Did this doll do that? Like, that that's would what be, I'm saying. St- this be doll specifically. question.
1: Yeah. 100%. This is a guilty, possessed looking doll. Yeah. It clearly is a haunted doll.
0: It's not, there's no, like the original yeah. Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann doll. Like, yeah. That's not
1: it's, scary. It's also like in The Shining with Jack Nicholson, he's already kind of scary. So sure you're like, is. well, this this isn't going to end well. And then you watch the TV Rosewood version. And you're like, well, this guy looks nice. What could it go wrong? Yeah. Now, I mean, I love The Shining. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But same principle where you're like, there's already trouble. Look at these guys eyes. Yeah. So it's a very low budget film. It's very
0: confusing. Uh, <laughs> there is no true north in this movie. It, it starts with a, a family trying to figure out how to fire their bumbling, dementia riddled maid name. Hey, Abigail. good point.
1: Because on that note, also, as weird as the doll is, w- this housemaid woman should never have been hired by this family.
0: Yeah, it seems like she was heading down that road. She had to be when they hired her. She had a vibe. She has a she has quite a
1: vibe the whole whole movie. Yeah, she looks like a lady who's like yelling at someone in a grocery store. Yeah, like you know, or in her car screaming at the car in front of her or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's a complainer. She's a the psycho. kind of person you'd
0: be afraid is going to push you onto the tracks if you're waiting for a subway train. Like.
1: And she has the worst British accent I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it, is it real do you think? Or I I damn if I know. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. They might not, I think it, that here's
0: the thing. I am an ignorant American. It might not be a British accent. They could be in Like South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming British because the filmmaker is a UK filmmaker and with as much time as he spends cranking out Robert the doll movies, I can't imagine he travels much.
1: I just think it's also important to note that Robert the doll is an American lore. It sure is. It's not not UK shit. Okay. And I don't know that the UK is short on possessed objects. Yeah. So I don't understand. Get your fish and chips off our haunted dolls. Or just come to Yankee town, buddy. (laughs) make your movie here anyway uh she this woman is like almost a parody level performance of hello i am a very crazy strange maid who speaks like this this movie <laughs> okay.
0: really toes the line between accidental comedy i mean it's an accidental comedy for sure
1: it's also shot exactly like arrested development <laughs> yes <laughs> Like, like with the camera trailing characters and like wildly moving around, it's like, (laughs) it's like not so amazing. Not not a James Wan production. Let's
0: just put it that way. So they have this talk about whether they're going to fire the maid, and that leads us to the first example of something that this (laughs) filmmaker does all the time, where they're like, "All right, I think we need to fire the maid." And then the mom, whose name is Jenny, she pulls the maid in. Her name's Agatha. I said Abigail earlier. Very sorry. Mm. And she pulls her in and goes, we need to talk. (laughs) And then the next scene is just her sitting on the couch asleep. And it's like, well, did you fire her or not? Like, what exactly happened? And it turned out, yes, she did fire her. But that's a theme we're going to come back to, where they they will start something they cannot finish in this film.
1: I also just think, I keep bringing up vibe- points cuz i feel like it's important. I'm going to say 47% of this movie happens in the hallway of the of the house. <laughs> it sure does. There is <laughs> They're in this like I think we're supposed to believe these people are wealthy. Oh, for but, sure. But the wallpaper, first of all wallpaper.
0: Yeah, it's a dysfunctional home but it's a multi-level home, which it, which clearly argue makes with multi the results, you know.
1: Million. Yeah. <laughs> The wallpaper is bubbling off of the walls in this house.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Hey, and, rich means
0: different things in different countries.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess technically in England you could be a lord and be piss poor. Also, I, I, yeah. I
0: don't know. They're like Newcastle upon Tyne rich. Or yeah, something. I don't know where I, that is. It's I, if Sheepy it gets, Parva. The way England yeah. works, that is probably like the worst area. In England. They call their housing projects council estates. That sounds so fancy. Yeah, so, so fancy. It's a trick.
1: It's a trick. It's all a trick. Um, and the other thing I want to say is that the husband in this movie, who we meet briefly at the beginning, looks like the real Robert the doll.
0: He does, yeah. He's he's a creeper. I don't like him he, one bit.
1: He has ventriloquist puppet hair.
0: Yeah, his last name in real life is Bane. That's what kind of, <laughs> that's what this guy looks like. His last name is Bane. I think it's Paul Bain.
1: Oh, Paul Bain.
0: (laughs) Caitlin, let me run a question by you. I'm ready. You're married. Yeah, I'm married. Do you own a dining room table? Uh Uh-huh. Do you and the husband ever sit at opposite ends of the dining room table eating dinner with a giant candelabra in between the two of you blocking your view of each other?
1: Nine feet apart every night.
0: Does anyone do this?
1: It's like, what is this, Wayne Manor? Like, yeah. what are you doing? They like... sit, this, this guy comes home. He's like, oh, I
0: couldn't I couldn't help you fire the maid because I'll have to do lawyer stuff all day. And so now I'm just picturing him wearing a white wig this entire time.
1: Also, I feel like we haven't brought up the fact that they've got a, a young son because they That's never... That's because we
0: haven't seen the kid yet. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. They do a good 10 minutes of arguing about this kid before we even... <laughs> No, it's real. I'm like, is this servant? did the kid also, actually die?
1: We're also given I guess a like strange emotional hook where at this gothic dinner that the two of them are having, it's revealed <laughs> that she's got mental health issues that she's struggled with before. and I don't know they they seem to be thinking that she's doing well i'm not I'm not buying it because it literally looks like the Munster's house i I think
0: they were trying to set us up to think that the mom was the one doing all of these things happening in the house.
1: Did we just carry too much like somatic knowing about Robert the doll into this? Or, I, yeah.
0: Or, could when, be too. Is
1: there a universe where we would have been bamboozled by what's happening here? I don't
0: think so. I don't either. Because they couldn't be telegraphing that mom thing harder. Uh-uh. They're like, listen, she's mentally ill. You know that because she just said it to her husband while sitting at Liberace's dinner table, uh, throwing down on that meal he promised to cook her because he couldn't help her fire the maid.
1: And they eat the worst, the scariest spaghetti I've ever seen in my life in this movie.
0: Yeah, the food looks horrifying. She's being an asshole about it. She's like, yeah, it's fine. No, she says it's good and then looks at him and goes, surprisingly,
1: it's like, hey, what a
0: treat. Fuck, how about you order
1: fish and chips?
0: I'm going to make fish and chips references this whole episode. God,
1: but hey, but you know what? Fish and chips fucking rules.
0: It's so good. It's so it's good. It's so
1: good. It's so good. And then I went to England and I ordered it. And it wasn't as good as the place that does it here.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, I England. That
1: I, I know people are like, oh, the food in England's different. No, it's not.
0: No, it's probably not. It's probably it's not. not. So, yeah, you're you're right. By this point in the movie, we haven't seen this mythological kid once. But the, the maid... After being fired, this creepy old maid asks if she can go say goodbye to the kid. And she could not say it in more. I'm going to do something dastardly fashion. It's the the most predatory delivery. Yeah. Ever. May I see the
1: child before I leave? Can I say goodbye to
0: Jean?
1: (laughs) we spent so much time together. He was a very big part of my life over the last few years. I would have shot the woman right there. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Bam. I don't want to find out. Yeah.
0: You throw her out the front door. Like did Debbie you touch Jeff my
1: child? I feel Prince like you touched my.
0: <laughs>
1: toss it right
0: out. <laughs> so the mom doesn't bat an eyelash. She's like, nope. sure. Crazy lady. Go up and talk to my kid. And so the maid goes up there and blesses this nerdlinger of a kid with a fresh new Robert the doll. She pulls it, she's just had it queued up for this moment, waiting to hand it to someone to get curse to to get revenge for a wrong, which kind of implies that she would have been cursed the whole time while she was waiting for someone.
1: But I was confused about wow, I need a
0: I need a flow chart
1: for the curse.
0: Yeah, I mean why not just drive past a yard sale and chuck it out the window and be like, Hey, sell that if you want, like that, that's how, that's how you get rid of it.
1: I wonder if in the next movie, they're going to explain that you have to say goodbye to it when you leave the room. And that's going to be like a mechanism a well, device
0: at one point, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but at one point <laughs> in the movie, the, another couple that own this doll is yelling at Jenny, who is the present day doll mom. And she's like, you got to destroy the thing. You got to cut it to shreds. And I'm like, that's it? Why didn't you do it? Like, do you like that? Sounds like a job for scissors or uh, an industrial grade shredder.
1: It like, does make you wonder why there is a doll <laughs> named Robert in a museum in Key West, Florida today. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> and I love how I've never been like, "Why not destroy Robert the doll?" I'm 37.
0: <laughs> it. I didn't know that wrinkle. I didn't know that all you had we to were do. So
1: dazzled by all of the mystery
0: yeah they're like by the way if you want to kill it just tear its stupid cloth head off (laughs) (laughs) throw it in a river
1: there's so many ways to destroy a doll it'll feel it actually people
0: don't people don't know that but that doll's gonna feel it it's gonna feel pain that little kid is gonna feel pain
1: you ever hear a lobster scream it's just (laughs) like that when you burn robert the doll you ever see video
0: of him testing cosmetics on rabbits it's gonna be that noise the old ones. The old ones. The real old ones. <laughs> <laughs> back when testing cosmetics on rabbits was real. None back of this candy scientists ass.
1: Scientists were scientists.
0: None of this candy ass don't burn the rabbit's eyes stuff. Taking Bullshit. all the fun out of the game.
1: And Robert makes us bad people. Yeah,
0: that is my thank that is thank you, Robert, for that tangent. We Woo, I don't know if you back. thought you were cursing us with something, but nope. That was just that was gold.
1: But yeah, not once over these last few years has it ever occurred to me that you could just destroy Robert the Doll and end this problem. Yeah. It made me mad when she said it cuz it's like you destroy
0: it. Why didn't why how
1: did it get to these
0: people you fucking
1: jerk? I do, I do remember that the lady who takes care of the doll in Key West is like very emotionally attached to the doll. Yes.
0: Yes, because That
1: is a documentary.
0: I mean, I would be too. If I was trying to use that doll to get on television, like that's a great way to do Just to be emotionally attached to it. There's a whole TLC series about people uh, attached to weird things.
1: Yeah. Is it TLC? Anyway, it's it's gotta be TLC makes the most predatory television in the world.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Hands down. So there's an amazing moment early on in this movie, which is just chock full of amazing moments the entire way through. But the kid and the mom are arguing about the mom having been mean to Agatha, the maid, when she fired her. And the mom's like, I wasn't mean. And the kid goes, Robert said you were. And the mom just ignores that and keeps defending herself. She's like, but that's not true. At no point is she like, wait, who said that? The doll The doll said I was mean? That's what you just said? (laughs) She's just like, no, I tell Robert to take it back. Jenny's a bad mom, and I love this movie. Those are the two conclusions I've reached Jenny, this
1: early on. Jenny is not a good mom at all. I can't wait till we get to the footprint thing, because I've got... <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa. sighs> We're going to get there. I Just don't say anything yet, because there's key evidence here that we need to go over when we get to the footprint situation. So guys, here's the thing. Jenny, she's got an artistic outlet.
0: She does. She's... she's She's a painter, but we have to go. We have to talk about one more conversation they. Oh yeah,
1: you're right. Because
0: Jenny has this interaction with the kid, where he's like, uh, "The doll said you were mean to the maid," and she's like, "Fuck you, am the doll." And then the next morning, she's talking to the husband about all of this, and she's like laughing about how this kid is talking to this doll, and that this doll is telling him things about the
1: household and she is just fucking tickled pink by all this which is easy because she's british and she turns pink very easily yeah she's like the pinkest person i've ever seen in my life yeah she she'll explode in the sun
0: (laughs) so then the dad goes and talks to the kid and the kid says the same thing he's like yeah man this doll's talking to me and for one thing the dad's like all right weirdo i'm gonna go eat dinner and then he goes back downstairs and his main concern is that his boy is playing with dolls that's like your child is suffering from a mental illness and it's not playing with dolls by the way
1: and you know your wife suffers from a mental illness does she ever sometimes it's genetic Also like if you're okay, so just let's back it up a little bit. I know the maid was weird. All right. But the mom is the one with a history of, I feel like we're given like a thinly veiled diagnosis of schizophrenia. Is that what we're being led to believe Adam? Yeah. They never really make it clear. Very responsible movie making dealing with mental illness. So just a general malaise (laughs) of bad feelings and the notion that this woman once made up scenarios in her head that were quote handled. Once I started taking medication, that's a line in the movie, right? She walks up to her husband and is like, the maid is going crazy. And he's like, I believe you (laughs) (laughs) immediately, no evidence, nothing. I just wanted to bring it up. I just find it interesting that it's like, Oh, that Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other, but it's all the <laughs> mental illnesses in this movie. It is. This is
0: this is like Field of Dreams. It's, it's a movie <laughs> where an entire family goes crazy at the same time. I mean, listen, at least they have company. Yeah, yeah. So all the haunted stuff starts that night when these two irresponsible boobs go to bed. Uh, Caitlin, it's time to talk about the sugar scene in the kitchen. I have a mountain of questions.
1: It's so blessed.
0: She hears a rustle in her hedgerow as Led Zeppelin says it. Mm-hmm. And she goes downstairs. She hears some noises and she sees that there's something spilled on the floor and that there's footprints in it. And I'm like, Holy shit. It's a paranormal activity scene. And she responds to this. Like there's hot lava flowing across the floor. Like, I don't Jeez. know what she thought she was looking at. But she eventually follows this trail to a sugar jar. And she's like, oh, thank God. And it's like, what did you think it was, And
1: Why? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Well, also, I just, I feel like right now is a good time to bring up the size of the footprint. It looked like a,
0: <laughs> a giant novelty-sized piece of Pez. It looked like a soap dispenser. Who's got feet like that?
1: I guarantee you they used something like that. It is like... <laughs> It is like smaller than a fist, like a human sized fist. So they use some kind of tool, but the footprint is important later. I'm going to bring it up later, but yeah, this is the first set of footprints that she discovers in this terrifying sugar mess.
0: And possibly the most baffling scene in this movie, having discovered what looks like a good uh, one third to at least a quarter of a bag of sugar poured out on her kitchen floor The scene ends with her just starting to brush the sugar back into the jar with her hand a little bit (laughs) at a time. It's like, are you going to do that for all of that sugar? And then are you going to reuse that sugar? Are you keeping that sugar? Because your children should be taken away from you for reasons that don't even include the sugar. But also because of that.
1: If a real mother's response to discovering that much sugar on the floor at three in the morning is an expletive and waking up everyone in the house and being like i'm not cleaning this up who did this and why because there's no cat in the movie or like dog or i don't know like a a busted shelf there's no explanation for it it's just sugar on the floor with weird footprints and she's like this is unfortunate it's a weird response yeah robert for
0: A good 90% of the movie is just kind of a petty vandal. He's like an elf. Yeah. That's all he really does. He's the Travelocity gnome.
1: I do like the scurrying sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's lots of sounds. (laughs) It's great. The sound It's not even that fast. It's like like tap dancing or something. Like, It's, it's wonderful. This movie deserves
0: some noms. For the some
1: sound of yeah, some technical Oscars.
0: So we have we come to our first fuck this movie moment for me. I, I don't know if I've never I don't know if I've ever been angrier at something that happened in a movie, but the dad walks in, they've just had this conversation about their kid talking to this stupid doll. And the dad walks in and he's like, Hey champ, you wanna get your bike out and we'll go for a ride? And the kid's like, Yeah, can I bring Robert? And the dad's like I guess. and so I'm gearing up for a scene of these three wackos tooling around the a little the the little United States neighborhood of London. Huh? On their uh-huh. bikes, there's music. There's a lot of whistling. Play. It's just like the just giant, me, giant, giant signs.
1: Best friend. Like giant signs that say "Find American hamburgers here." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: They're, they're Happy meals hands. here
0: too. Robert yeah. almost gets carried away by a big bunch of balloons, and he's, they pull him down. Big, but he's mad anyway, so he cuts the dad's face. And the dad's laughs. wearing one
1: of those baby carriers, and Robert's just kind yeah. of flapping around <laughs> in the front.
0: Baby Bjorn
1: yeah oh yeah he's bjorn I love that
0: <laughs> but instead I so guess
1: like no but instead none anybody. of
0: that happens and they just cut to that conversation to the mom checking on the kid later that night in bed and it's like I you don't... motherfuckers
1: I mean at least give us like Robert in an ET basket in the front of the bike
0: something or them giving up just... on the bike ride after a few tries of keeping Robert on and yeah then... you
1: could devise a whole plot p- point from there. Oh, you could leave Robert here. It'll be fine. And then he's angry about being left behind.
0: Yeah. He he understands it's an accident that he fell off, but he's still mad and he's still going to get his revenge. He's
1: yeah. He's really, really mad. We could have workshopped
0: this into some real cinema here, Adam. I mean, we should write one of these movies. I don't know what's stopping us. I, <laughs> this guy probably doesn't have the rights to Robert the Doll either. Nobody nobody owns
1: Robert. That's true.
0: That's true. Good point. Except for
1: the lady with barrel bangs. Right. In Florida. <laughs> so yeah,
0: he he's just vandalized. And shit. Robert. Yeah, we're we're robbed of
1: a montage
0: that should have happened. I I still want it to happen. If there's ever a I my dream is that there's like a bonus features version of this. Totally. Like a director's cut that's totally yeah. got that scene
1: in it. Yeah. Where they're at like an arcade and it's like one of those claws for picking up a toy, and then Robert pops his head up and they all start <laughs> laughing.
0: I need this. I need yeah, this movie. God. So, so good. So, yeah, Robert gets up to more vandalism. He throws some red paint on one of the paintings that mom has been uh, working on. And it's a very, very strange scene. She's working on this painting. It's it's creepy, but it's kind of cool. And all of a sudden she comes back and someone has thrown
1: red paint all
0: over this painting. Like
1: a thick blob of paint, though. So it's not like yeah. an x It's like somebody took a handful of paint, is the only way I know how to explain it, and like splashed it on the canvas and then with a paintbrush. And then I guess the next step was to paint the bottom (laughs) of their tiny feet and scamper, scamper, scamper. No explanation
0: as to why there's paint on the feet.
1: On a drop cloth, red paint, you know, for symbolism. Sure. Sure. Then mom goes in to confront her son and says, why did you do that to my painting? Of course, the kid says, I didn't do it. And then she says, mother of the year, but I saw your footprints. Do you not know? This kid is like 12. Yeah. What footprints are you thinking
0: you're seeing? Also, at no point does she go, well, show me your feet. Let me see. The- like the, the red paint is because cl- he clearly didn't have time to like shower and clean up the crime
1: scene. Look at the gate. Of the footprints. This is not even <laughs> up for debate. It is like two little doll feet. Like it is, it makes no sense for her. She's the crate. This is all in her head. New, new theory. All of this is dreamed in the lady, in the head of the lady who lives in Florida. This, that would have been the best <laughs> twist.
0: It's going to end ever. with a snow globe of that museum in Florida.
1: Like Krampus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: Like St. Elsewhere.
1: God, so I, the, the fact that she, that they had the audacity to let this actress say, I saw your footprints is truly mind blowing to me.
0: And then there's a a part where she and the husband are arguing about this and he's like, are you sure our kid did that? And she's like, yeah, man. And she, she's really upset. And then she goes, that's a week's work right down the pan. It's like right down the pan. (laughs) also a week's work i saw that painting <laughs> what are you talking about yeah that didn't take a week and what
1: does right down the pan mean i am on board for art therapy <laughs> but if this woman took a week to make whatever that was we've got some bigger issues uh, at hand here and down the pan what down the what? pan what pan do they call the toilet a pan in the uk is that a oh that's term? possible
0: yeah maybe it down the okay. biscuit do you mean I'm down the cookie, like we say I'm here? Gonna,
1: I'm going to go drop a hot snake in the pan. <laughs> I have to go drop the browns at the super pan. Sorry, I ate too much fish and chips last night and clogged the pan.
0: Oh, England, you're sick.
1: I got to go get a a, a pan cleaner. Oh, what? Oh, you know, a plumber. Oh, sure.
0: Sure, sure, what sure, the, yeah.
1: What the hell is going on in this movie?
0: Caitlin. Yeah. I about, love this part. How about how about Robert's voice? There's blessed. There's a scene where Jenny, the mom, is eavesdropping on her kid Jean's conversations with Robert, like a fucking narc. And you hear the kid going,
1: Oh, I'm a little British kid. later. I'm a sure you in it. Uh, Listen to my little words down here.
0: And then Robert the doll's like, Hello, Jean. I'm Robert the Doll. He sounds like Mr. Ed, and it's amazing. You should kill your family. I would do anything that voice told me to do. It Sounds like the voice of authority. The voice of horse authority. Give me $20. You give it to him, and he pulls out a stack of 20s and just adds that to it. It's like, hey, you didn't need that. I know. I'm here to count your things. (laughs) So now mom's really worried.
1: There is, again, no world where the register of that voice comes out of a child and she walks into the room and she's like, I heard two voices. And the kid's like, yeah, I was talking to Robert. At no point does she go, tell me where Robert is. She's like, the voice was you. (laughs) Yes. It makes no sense. And
0: at every turn when either of the parents is like, hey, how about we take this creepy nightmare out to the garage where it belongs? The kid's like, I wouldn't do that if I was you. And you know what? As a parent, I would do it right then and there.
1: Yeah, not not instead just go, mm, good point.
0: It's worth having to fight Robert off in my sleep <laughs> to make that point. Like once I do, I'm going to fucking carry Robert back to that kid and be like, this is you next. If you fucking try it, see what happened. You told me you, I wouldn't if I was you.
1: Well, I did. And I spike Robert like Rob Gronkowski scoring a touchdown. It took four years for us to think about actually just destroying the goddamn doll. Us. (laughs) Like, if we're being honest, it never occurred to us. Because I always make
0: that assumption. Because it's like with Chucky, it's always like, well, why don't you just set him on fire and throw him in a lake? And it's like, well, because he's going to reconstitute and come back. He's possessed by the spirit of some uh, culturally appropriated (laughs) leader from the 1400s.
1: Yeah, they don't. (laughs) They don't solve that for us at all in this movie. (laughs) No, there is no like, but we threw him in the trash. Like none of that. Yeah.
0: And even when the woman tells her to destroy it, she doesn't just go, oh, I can do that. I can just.
1: No. I also just want to point out that the mom with mental health issues is hearing voices from the other room that she pins on her son. Yes. Yes. So putting it out there. And so the
0: next the next thing that happens, uh, the new nanny shows up or the new housekeeper.
1: Clearly, this woman is in over her head and she needs help. So they got to hire somebody to clean up the the drafty ass, weird shanty town mansion that they're living in.
0: Yeah, because you you can't keep a house and blame your schizophrenia on your kid all at the same Uh -uh. time. You got to dedicate time to one or the other. Yeah. And so the new housekeeper shows up, AKA dad's next wife. She's young. 100%. She's inexplicably American. And um, we're in little America. Yeah. We're in the little America section. And she knocks on the door and the, the dad answers. And she's like, I'm the new housekeeper. Your, your wife hired me. And then the wife shows up and is like, Oh, you like, she's <laughs> like just this weird standoffish, jerk and it's like this is this girl you hired this girl it's her first day of work and you're like what are you
1: doing here i forgot that i hired a significantly younger woman to work in my home (laughs) like what is going we don't get the hi i'm here to apply for the job that you posted like nothing we are just like given this woman who is clearly not going to survive the movie
0: yeah we are as surprised as paul is that's the dad's (laughs) name By the way,
1: although Paul is probably more struck by this young woman than maybe you were. Uh, what do you mean? (laughs) No, nothing.
0: Mm.
1: Nothing, Adam. Listen, go ahead. All of these people in this movie confuse me. (laughs) There's not a single one that looks like they belong in this movie. And I don't know what that means because I don't know who belongs in a Robert the doll movie.
0: Yeah, no one. That's the whole thing. (laughs)
1: Except for the one we're going to write.
0: Yeah, yeah. the one. I mean, the one we're going to write is just going to be, it's going to be like the Minions, but of haunted movies. Yeah. Just a universe of nothing but Robert the Dolls. I, uh-huh. love, it. I love it so much. It's like much. a
1: big blimp of Robert the Doll floating by in the background slowly.
0: So American Nanny heads upstairs to put in that work. And she sees Robert and she pauses to commit the biggest sin in the Robert universe. She disrespects him to his face. She looks at Mm -hmm. it and goes like, what the fuck is that? Or something. And Robert's like, what the fuck are you? Yeah. But you just can't hear him because he's a haunted Uh -uh. doll. But he's got gangster rap energy for days. He's ready. And he's about to aim it all at this woman. So uh, she's she's in the bathroom cleaning the toilet with like a toothbrush or something. And now Robert's just in the bathroom giving her the, the business. And by that I mean now that he's in the bathroom, she has to carry him back to the kid's bedroom. Again, he specializes in aggravation mostly. He's he's not so much a not so much a murder ghost. But if well, you want I... a family's feathers ruffled, oh, let me tell you.
1: This is where this is where things get real.
0: That is true, because I
1: mean lines are crossed here with this nanny now.
0: The the scene where he tries to kill this nanny is uh First of all, he uses the Chucky technique, which is a sneak attack. You, you mm-hmm. come running. Uh, but the scene, it's cinema, Caitlin. It looks like <laughs> a scene from a Hitchcock film in that it looks like they filmed it within the constraints of 1950s technology.
1: I, I'm not disagreeing at all. Here's the thing. He does the deed. OK, the woman dies. And then we see Robert looking through the largest keyhole. In the history of the world, <laughs> I, yes, I, it's gonna be, I'm posting it on our Instagram, the clip. Well, to get that
0: gigantic thyroid condition eye through a keyhole, it's gotta be the giantest well, keyhole. But, but we're
1: talking about like Alice in Wonderland size <laughs> keyholes here. This makes no sense. The keyhole is the most confusing thing in the movie.
0: It looks like the door that a ceremonial key to the city would open. Like yeah, and it here, open... Is the, here is the door to Detroit to use your
1: key <laughs> with. And it's just a it's toilet. Like, holy shit, there's really a door? That's crazy. That's weird. What are you guys keeping here? Oh, extra office supplies. Honestly, <laughs> and then and then the way he like the I can't call it puppetry because I have respect for people that that work in that world. There is a PA like making the doll walk. In the most shaky, exaggerated. And it, you almost expect him to be like, hey, hey, hey. yes, but he, he does it, but he
0: should. He should. He absolutely should. Instead of having that Mr. Ed voice, if nothing else.
1: But I mean, Robert really kills this woman.
0: Yeah, she 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 dies. And they have a conversation about it. It seems like Paul doesn't find out until he gets home. Like, you don't want to bother him at his barrister job when, you know, so a nanny died in your foyer this morning. Big, hairy where, deal. Where,
1: where everything happens in this movie. And yes,
0: exactly. And <laughs> before she died, this maid is like, hey, uh, that doll did it. And I don't know how she came to that conclusion because. Yeah,
1: he was she, sneaky as
0: hell. Yeah, he ran up behind her like that's. Yeah. I don't even know. Like if I was on the jury, I don't know if I would convict because I don't Those know are her- that Paul did it or that it's a good
1: point because the mom shows up and finds her at the bottom of the stairs and the nanny's dying words wa- are, it was the doll.
0: Yeah. And the mom is not like, Oh shit, I better get that doll out of here. Huh? Nope. They just let it still hang out with her kid, but she does talk to the husband about it.
1: And yeah, well they don't have
0: secrets, Adam that. Yeah. You don't, you know, True is the foundation of Mm -hmm. any strong relationship. Correct. And so they have a talk and Jenny tells Paul, listen, uh, the staff almost died this morning in our home. And according to our kid, the doll is the one who did it. And Paul's response is, you want to go out to eat tonight? Well, what else are you going to do? Yeah, should we should maybe call a babysitter and go out to eat? Things went my so dad, well last time we called help to the house. Let's my dad took us all to,
1: to Disneyland after 9-11. He's like, <laughs> no one will be there. Let's go. It's a great time to go, yeah. And it was. There was nobody there. <laughs> go figure.
0: Yeah, the decision to call a babysitter the night, or like, like days at best, after your housekeeper just died in your home. And you're well, like, also, we need to blow off some steam.
1: This is like, we're talking like way too much blood for what we see happen in the, in this ancient carpet.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And you just lost your housekeeper. And I don't get the sense that, that art therapy mom is going to be cleaning up this blood so I'm just thinking that's just going to sit there. It's just blood there while you're just going out to eat. You know how when you're depressed, sometimes like the toilet paper rolls out and you're like, well, this is just how my life is now. I don't have toilet paper. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. My thing is I'll have like, I'll leave like a DVD case on the floor next to the entertainment stand. And it's like, yeah, I'll pick that up in four months. It's, yep. it's fine that's where just, it is right now. It's that's not where it is anyone.
1: now. Yeah. I remember during the pandemic, I was like really depressed during the pandemic, like it's over. But at the beginning, when it was, I guess, new and exciting for all of us, I was working at our kitchen table and my husband was working in our bedroom for months. Mm -hmm. And one day I look up and realize that there's been a Captain American doll on my desk standing up and staring at me for months. (laughs) I just left it there. Yeah, that's depression. So that's what I'm saying is this woman is definitely not cleaning up that blood.
0: No, no, definitely not.
1: But she is going to bring in a babysitter that
0: <laughs> they are. They're going to bring in a babysitter. Things went so well last time. So the next scene of abject terror comes in the form of Jenny losing her red lipstick. Mm, uh, she she's is not OK. She is bent out of shape about this lipstick. So more vandalism, basically. And Jenny puts two and two together right away. She's like, it's that fucking doll. And yep, she goes, now the, she knows she goes in the room. Sure enough, doll's got the lipstick in his hand and she like very carefully takes it out of the doll's hand who clearly just stole her lipstick or lipstick and then turns to her son and goes, did you take my lipstick? And it's like, lady, the doll did it. The kid's been, you've believed him every time until this moment.
1: (laughs) What? Mental illness. I, You know, like, what they that's their get out of jail free card with this character, as best I can tell. And
0: she, so she starts accusing him of this, and he's all, why will I play with lipstick? I's not a girl. And I was absolutely floored that she wasn't like, well, you do play with dolls, sissy. Unreal. Yeah, she resisted the urge.
1: I just, here's the thing with a horror movie. You need rules. This household needs rules, too, because she asked
0: Jean <laughs> if they can... This is where she asks if they can put the doll in the attic and he's like absolutely not. I am the parent here. And she's like, yeah. "Are you?" And he's like, "Yeah,
1: sorry, mom. Yeah, you're not you're not doing that. We are going to keep this doll in a prominent spot in the home." But
0: yes, horror movie rules, too.
1: Yeah. What were you going to yeah. say? I just think there's there's it's so wishy-washy that it's like I I guess on some level it's nice cuz I don't know what's going to happen next, but there's just no like journey emotionally in this movie. really it's just like abrupt turns
0: it's just things happening to people
1: yeah it's just like oh gosh i feel really weird about how i used to be depressed oh shit my kid thinks he's talking to a doll i'm sure he'll be fine oh man he ruined my painting what the fuck are these little footsteps it's my kid's fault oh man where the fuck is my lipstick Oh, the dolls holding it it must be my kids i'm sorry what it's 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 a movie
0: full of weird decisions too Yep. this decision to go to dinner i i am i was so fixated on this like there's just <laughs> been this tragedy in your home and now on the verge of leaving your wife is like the fucking haunted doll stole my lipstick and wrote the word die on the mirror
1: yeah did we bring that up yet that he no, wrote th- die
0: is, yeah this is where it happens she's oh, looking yeah, for that's her right. lipstick and it, she's she's panicking because something wrote die with her lipstick on the mirror and <laughs> Which I love that. I love the simplicity of that. Like die. That is a purest note from a ghost right there.
1: Yeah. You know where that, you know where that's going.
0: Yeah. So she goes and tells Paul, she's like, come look then. Uh, It says die on the mirror in it. And they get up She gets him.
1: She gets him to look at it as though she's saying like, there's a bunny crawling out of a hole. (laughs) Like, it's like, not like, oh my God, there's some helter skelter shit going on in our house. She's like, you're going to want to see this. like.
0: And they go up there and now the word isn't on the mirror anymore. So this man's wife is clearly having a severe breakdown of some sort. So, of course, Paul is like, well, those medieval times reservations aren't going to make themselves. Let's get out of here. It's time to eat. It's like, go to a hospital, eat at the cafeteria.
1: Totally doesn't
0: happen. Does not happen. I was really hoping Robert would end up being their server at dinner or something or like she'd just look in the kitchen and he'd be back there flipping burgers and shit yeah Uh, not that the movie would show us that of course we would just we would like see robert holding six trays of water walking toward their table and then it would cut to them in bed six days later waking up like man that fucking tiramisu at that place six
1: days ago was great cleaned me out though let me tell you I want to see Robert, like, riding a bike like Kermit. Yes, yes. Like, in the distance. (laughs) So bad.
0: I want to, yeah, I want to see those legs move.
1: I also like when the Muppets, like, their little flimsy arms are kind of being hoisted up by those sticks. And they're like, ah! I want to see Robert do that. (laughs) Oh, man. I want to see Robert, like, pop out of a mailbox. See, that's why the Chucky movies are so good. Because they understand that you want to see the thing scampering across the room. Absolutely. We do not get that in this movie. No, there's, they did not have scamper money in the budget. (laughs) Sorry, we gotta, we gotta cut the scamper budget. Uh, All the, Sorry, it says in the
0: script here, scampers. We can't do that. We can't, we can't do
1: that. We, uh, the paint alone in this movie is really costing us. How about a dolly scene? Dolly scene? Can't do that either. No, we need you to hold the camera the
0: whole time. (laughs) And every time. Can you just toss the camera across the room? That'll look like moving.
1: Here's my vision. Keep the camera on someone until they stop talking. But until another person starts talking, don't move the camera. Then when that (laughs) next person starts talking, wait like two seconds and then whirl the camera around so we can now see the other person talking.
0: Filmmaking 101.
1: I learned this from watching Traffic.
0: I love the scene on the way to dinner when they're they're driving in their little British automobile. And Jenny and Paul have a heart to heart about how shit is all weird and shit. And Paul mostly just gaslights her about it. He's like, I haven't noticed anything. And it's a very long scene. And something about Paul not supporting her when she was, quote, Trying to get a diagnosis comes up and I'm like, man, what?
1: what she this- never got one. I'll tell you that right now. How also
0: this, this scene needed like a cutaway to a musical interlude about how the British healthcare system works. Cause I was like, <laughs> what do you mean trying to get a diagnosis? Just go to a doctor.
1: Yeah. I need one of those schoolhouse rock videos. I have for- to pass the
0: classes. What? <laughs> I'm just a pill.
1: Here <laughs> on- <laughs> Honestly, though. It's at this scene that I realized that they never really discussed what their theory was about how the nanny died in such a bloody fashion. No, it's, it's addressed as a tragedy. (laughs) Okay. But there is no, like, what do you think happened? Because she told me it was the doll. No cops. No cops.
0: No. No. mm,
1: Are we burying her in the flower bed? Like
0: no ambulance. It wasn't
1: until this moment that I realized none of that had been addressed. But then I thought, well, if they never bothered to get her diagnosis either, maybe they just all as a family collectively lack sticktuitiveness and they just don't follow through on anything.
0: It it's very reminiscent of what happens in the next scene where they go out to dinner, they they apparently have a fine dinner, and they come home and the front door is wide open and the babysitter is just gone. And Jenny is irate.
1: Yeah. First, first response is anger with this woman. Yeah. She leads with anger. First response is anger.
0: It's not, oh, is the kid okay? Because I don't think no. they even go check on the kid. They do not. I, they do not. And she's like, the babysitter's gone. It's like, how do you know she's not in the kid's room? Uh, the babysitter's gone. She's very angry. And she makes a phone call to God knows who. The phone is not the cops. The phone is unplugged. She plugs the phone back in and she barely says anything. And whoever answers is like, Hey, Oh, Hey, we're waiting for you to call your babysitters dead. And we're probably going to have to talk to you about it someday. It's like, what? (laughs) Thanks for calling the exposition machine. Yeah. Hey, we get the, your house was the last place. The babysitter was seen alive. Uh, We'll catch up with you in a few weeks. It's nothing. Don't you worry about it. She died. She was murdered. She was brutally murdered. Uh, The murderer was clearly in your home. He left the door open when he left. We were going to leave a note, but very busy. Sorry.
1: Very busy with this definite murder of your babysitter.
0: This movie is insane.
1: How do you write this? (sighs) Like that moment. I understand a lot of the moments, but the moment (laughs) the phone call to propel (laughs) <laughs> the plot forward from a disembodied, all-knowing person she who is the, also conveniently not an authority figure at all?
0: She called the Have You Been Murdered hotline. <laughs> Someone missing? Call this number. We'll let you know if they've been murdered.
1: Hi, I'm a mom calling to see if my babysitter's dead. I occasionally hear that people are not telling their mom that the babysitter's dead.
0: <laughs> I watched an American documentary about it, isn't it? <laughs>
1: I live in little America and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead is a real big hit around here. I'm wondering if this is happening to me.
0: How did we feel about Jenny's Zach Bagan's moment? Because she and Paul, blessed. for one thing, there's a conversation about how Robert doesn't like Jenny. And Jenny seems genuinely hurt by this. She's, <laughs> she's like, she's but pissed. why? I oh, he's a never dog. even put him in the attic. God, my British accent's good. I, think, really pe- good. I think our UK listeners would agree.
1: I think we should stage a production of My Fair Lady. Just think, you and me. I
0: think we should stage a production of Robert Returns. Robert
1: the Doll. That's a great idea. Alive, Robert we the Doll, doll play.
0: We're going to do a radio play version of Silent Night, Deadly Night, but way too much rape in that. Far less so in this, so. This is perfect. This would be good. Hello.
1: Oh, hello. Hello,
0: I'm Robert the Doll, Wilbur.
1: Hey, tweet at us about which, which lures and, and strange, strange tales you want us to dramatize for a radio play, and Adam and I are going to get right on that. We
0: will take care of it as quick as Jenny turns around paintings, because did, did you see that point where he goes down and looks at her paintings? I thought it took a week. There were dozens. She is prolific. (laughs) She's
1: like Jackson Pollock.
0: Yeah, because if that one took a week, uh, I I don't know. I don't know how long these other ones took.
1: This movie, much like the mother who's lost in mental illness, we are lost in time. I have no idea how many days between the crazy lady dropping the doll off in the kid's room and now have transpired. And before he gets to those paintings,
0: there's a a real Zach Bagans moment with Jenny where she's just like, "Uh, look, I am going to get to the bottom of what's going on here. And I think I know exactly how to do it. And she takes Robert, sits him down and just starts... Screaming in his face like the Chicago PD coercing someone into confessing to a crime they didn't commit.
1: Plan A. <laughs> yes.
0: She didn't even start out with, okay, Rob, well, it seems like we've gotten off on the wrong foot.
1: Or possibly questioning her very alive son. Yeah. Maybe ask that dipshit.
0: But nope. she's just like, who are you working for? It's like, this isn't an episode of 24, lady. What are you doing?
1: Know us your crimes! I don't know why I think Robert's a Scientologist, but I like it.
0: Yeah. Flatten that button, Robert. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I expected her to, like, start waterboarding him or something. Putting you know, bamboo shoots under his fingernails.
1: She's a real SP. She, she is. She is. She's, she's a real SP. She's got some Phaetons that
0: she needs to clear. That is she for is. sure.
1: With the,
0: filthy, filthy with satans filthy filthy so paul walks in and sees this and he's like you're crazy and she's like i'm not crazy it's bright pink and then she heads off into the night to look for agatha the maid she she just goes to a house i don't know how we know what house she knew to go to uh to get the the skinny on this haunted doll and that's when paul goes down and looks at her her pictures there's one that looks like the Mothman. I thought that was neat. That also, was a neat little Easter egg for us. Did you notice the painting that had the red paint on it didn't have the red paint on it anymore? And I thought she's, that was going to be explained at some she's, point.
1: She's very skilled at painting and removing paint. Yeah,
0: She painted over. She photoshopped it. She's a wizard. Yeah. Very weird mix of accents in this movie. This is the point where she goes looking for Ag- Agatha and it's like it's filmed in a part of London that just took in a bunch of refugees from the American South. Everybody's so greasy looking. So greasy, and there's so many southern accents. Like this guy, she's poking around somewhere, and this guy really does show up and go, What are you doing here, Missy? It's like a gloss yeah, hog. It,
1: <laughs> it is lit like a paranormal recreation show. Yeah, yeah. Like it also, again, many candles in this shot.
0: Yeah, this show is a Discovery Plus uh recreation montage, basically. It's just Uh, a bunch of recreations tied together.
1: Yeah, it is. It is like a giant recre that was forced to become a movie. Do you think the sound of
0: planes flying overhead during these outdoor scenes were intentional? Because it sounded like they filmed this in World War II Berlin. It wasn't just that there were planes. They sounded like propeller planes. I
1: mean, they clearly made this movie by an airport.
0: Yeah. Was no one like, cut cut no let's take that there's i don't know if you noticed but there's a very loud uh german bomber (laughs) flying above us there's a kamikaze raid happening a block over
1: like also why did this conversation have to happen outside
0: Uh, no idea
1: it could have been a phone call it could have been literally anything other than being outside under what i think was an air show
0: it yeah the the blue angels had to be up there Or something.
1: It's just like is there some national holiday? Is Little America just popping off for the Fourth of July? Yeah. Is that what
0: we're doing? We introducing Little America to the concept of a bank holiday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, I know things although I know things about England. I would be into like Oasis and in a, shit. I would really be into living in a little America with like UK <laughs> vacations and <laughs> pay <laughs> and healthcare. Yeah. That sounds
0: pretty good to me. That'd be great. So These dark paintings, not weeks of his child speaking (laughs) to and blaming all of the world's ills on a doll, not his wife wavering between agreeing with that and interrogating the doll to find out if it's true. None of that prompts Paul to call a doctor. It's these dark paintings.
1: He's like, my wife has changed. This guy is such a misogynist. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah.
1: Like, but, but it's weird because I don't even know. Cause what I was about to say is like looking at him, you wouldn't tell, but it's like, it's always these guys, these like weeny, greasy, sad dudes, you know?
0: Yeah. He's a real piece of shit. It's another way to put it. So at the point he calls the doctor, there are 20 minutes left in this movie. And I'm like, is that going to be the conclusion? Is his family just going to go to therapy and work this out? Cause that would be, that would be a Shyamalan twist. I did yeah. not see coming but uh, another twist happens jenny's still out knocking on doors planes are still (laughs) zigzagging through the london skies above her and the person who answers the door that she's knocking on is the guy from that opening Uh, scene who's like my uh... wife is all fucked up because of this doll and she he just lets her in i don't even remember what uh, Oh, she's like my my maid used to work for you (laughs) So she died and now I'm here to talk to you about it. And I'd be like, call my lawyer. I don't know. I just yes. I don't want to talk to you at all. Stay uh, away. Yeah.
1: You're very scary.
0: But he, he lets her in and uh, they, they, they have a conversation that we will uh, return to in a second. Because uh, at the moment the scene starts, they cut away to another scene, which is uh, Paul and Gene, the son talking about uh they took Robert out to the garage, finally. And at one point, Robert is back in the garage or is back in the house. And the dad confronts Gene, the kid, and is like, why did you bring Robert back out of the garage? And uh, Caitlin, what the fuck is going on with the music in this scene? It sounds like a Super Mario Brothers level. It's like, doot doot dude,
1: dude, dude, dude. Well, it wasn't really until that moment that I tried to remember if there had been music at all. The music is
0: arguably one of the worst parts of this movie.
1: I, I guess I was just kind of like, whatever about it. But this last section, th- who I don't know if an alien who's never seen a movie before scored the last 20 minutes of this movie.
0: Feels like it.
1: Or somebody who's ne- who doesn't know how to feel.
0: It feels like they had the movie done on Fiverr. Like, just, we're going to send you a rough cut. Just fucking do stuff under it.
1: Nobody who saw what the movie looked like should have scored what that music ended up sounding like. So (laughs) I think your Fiverr idea is right because the person read it and they said, oh, it's a movie about a doll that comes to life. Yes. (laughs) Not... Totally off through those, (laughs) through that lens. So
0: back to Jenny. Sure. There, she's in, she's in Little America interviewing, uh, interviewing, interviewing, (laughs) she's interviewing this guy who Agatha worked for previously. He's American also. Lots of Americans again in this section. Uh, She brings up the doll and the guy's like, shut your mouth, witch. He doesn't use those exact words. I'm paraphrasing. But that's the vibe. And that's when we find out the doll made this man's wife sick. Except, no, we didn't because Agatha told us that literally in the first 30 seconds of the movie. But now it's treated like a surprise. And we know she's sick because she comes storming into the room wearing a robe. And it's like, have some respect for yourself. Jesus Christ. You're wearing a robe. Get it together. We are
1: never told explicitly what this means that she's sick. No, no.
0: She's just, it seems like she's just got the blues.
1: She's got the Robert the Doll blues, and this is
0: the part where she's the one who brings up that hey, you're gonna have to like set this thing on fire or cut it to shreds. And it's like, you can just do that. Are you I sure you do, that's do that? Work? Why? Why did? How did it get to Agatha in the first
1: place? Why? We what are totally kept in the dark about the ch- the hot potato chain of events that happened with Robert the Doll?
0: I would be like, do you want me to bring it back? It looks like he was pretty rough on you. Maybe you want to get some vengeance and you destroy him. How about that? You want to apologize? D- yes. Did you say goodbye when he left? You could write that wrong and then destroy him.
1: Also, little curious as to why one nanny gets hacked ambiguously to pieces by something we don't see. And this woman just gets, I'm assuming, cancer is what we're supposed to. Be- She's yeah, got some kind seems of- Seems like it
0: gave her Lyme disease or something. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That, a tick can give you that, Robert. Yeah. I'm uh, waiting to see how Remember you... that day there was all the ticks in the house? I think <gasps> I... Robert gave me Lyme disease
0: that day, he did.
1: I told you we should have invited Robert to that picnic.
0: <laughs> More like tick it turned out. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, shit. So this advice to destroy Robert does not reach Jenny in time no because her unsuspecting husband that asshole paul is back home alone with robert the doll and robert the doll sneaks in when paul is rustling around on the floor for something with a baseball bat because you know how england fucks with baseball really hard well you are in little america yeah that's true there's no cricket bats in this neighborhood sir so he comes (laughs) strolling in and Gives Paul a little bonk on the head that looks like it would have just aggravated a normal person at best. <laughs> oh, but his reaction! Oh! And Paul is out. He's he is, down. He is injured. It seems like he might be dead. And uh, yep, raises a whole lot of questions about why this doll wasn't doing any of this kind of stuff earlier. But that's fine. That's fine.
1: Not our problem. Maybe it had to like feed off the energy of the house or something.
0: Could be, yeah. Mm. So Jenny finds Paul dead from the bonk. In the stairwell. In the yeah, in the just <laughs> in the hallway really where him. everything happens.
1: Everybody gets hurt in this fucking hallway. And Jenny sees
0: her husband possibly dead on the floor, and of course, immediately picks up the phone and calls authorities. Just joking. She goes banging on her kid's door and demanding that he unlock the door. It's like, did you design this house? in a way that your kid could lock you out of his room. You you could just replace those locks after he moves, you know?
1: Oh my God.
0: So she's just banging on this door and Robert is sneaking up with, sneaking up behind her with designs on giving her a little bonk too.
1: Uh
0: Uh-huh. And she turns around and sees this happening and she just like, is going to let it happen. It's like (laughs) this doll is like two feet tall. It's just a baseball bat. Kick that fucking thing down the stairs, take the bat from it. And do what sick wife in the robe told you to do. But no, she's just like, oh, fuck, it's over. He's got the drop on me. This is my fate. (laughs) This is how I die. I get beat to death by a doll walking slowly toward me. This was not on my bingo card. I'll say that much. Is that a novelty-sized baseball bat? That's going to look bad in my obituary. Oh, no. But then the day is saved because unbeknownst to us up until this point, Turns out husband Paul is an expert knife thrower. And he just, as Robert is about to beat Jenny to death, Paul throws a knife, like just whips a dagger across the room. Like like a ninja,
1: like a trained Navy SEAL.
0: It just sticks in Robert's chest and we're supposed to assume he's dead. I don't know why that would kill, why
1: would that kill a doll? A haunted doll, definitely not. Uh, any doll. What's in there? Yeah,
0: because now a knife
1: should just be haunted. It's just cotton in there, right? I mean, there's no organs in the doll. <laughs> and that's what I don't understand. Is like, how is the plan- to stab the doll in the heart—is this? Does this mean Robert's a vampire doll? I have endless questions about how we kill a haunted doll, apart from dismembering it. It probably which makes the most sense.
0: Maybe it had one of those squeak things inside it, and it
1: severed that, and that's and how that a doll was, breathes. Yeah, that was the part that was possessed—is yeah. the squeak part. You know what? That's probably exactly what it was, Adam. I would. I would assume. I assume. when you say it that way. Yeah. So yeah, Paul just whips a knife at
0: Robert's chest. Yeah. And Robert's like, oh, and yeah. falls over and dies, apparently. And then uh, <laughs> the screen just says three weeks later. It's like, oh, well, that should be enough time to confirm everything's fine. Yeah,
1: we've yada yada
0: over a yeah. few things, but sure. Uh, and it turns out Dad threw that knife in the wrong chest. I don't know if that is a insensitive way to put it. And I don't want to spoil the ending for anyone. But let me just say this. <laughs> The kid did it. All of it. All The kid was the killer the whole time. And if you didn't see that coming, you you should be calling up the NIH trying to get
1: a diagnosis of your I own. I cannot wait to see how they explain this in the next movie. This is how they've gotten me now. Because I got to be honest, a possessed doll makes more sense than the child doing any of this at this point. It does. Yeah. I don't know another way to get that point across. Well, but the the thing here,
0: okay. Here, maybe, maybe this is what they were trying to do. Let's do this. Let's do this. Go, go, go. Maybe they were trying to say the doll was doing all of this,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but then when Paul killed the doll, the soul of that doll entered their son. And maybe that's when he became a murderer. I like it better that he was just the murderer the whole time.
1: I like it better, but it doesn't actually make sense. It doesn't make with how sense the either movie way. Yeah, went that part. I don't know.
0: People at home are just gonna have to watch this. And <laughs> I want
1: reactions. I want. I want. I want you to send us, tag us in clips of you watching it. It will make my life. Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't. I don't understand the ending of this movie.
0: Oh, the ending. Yeah, yeah, because we just see that now they they show us the tip of a bloody knife for a long, yeah. long, 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 long time. And yeah. I think we're supposed to assume that it's Robert having come back to life after uh uh-huh. just taking a knife to his doll chest. It's like, of course he can come back from that. And you're uh, like that's what which was my point. Yeah. And you're like, Oh shit, Robert's back. That's not gonna be that surprising. But then uh, it's like, show us the kid. We know it's the fucking kid. And sure enough, you see the kid holding a knife all covered in blood. And it looks like he stabbed his dad about 119 times. <laughs> and the sound the dad makes when he's being murdered. uh Let me approximate it. Ah, that's it. That's it. He, it. Jenny hears Paul go. No, uh, it's, uh,
1: it's like a Homer Simpson sound.
0: And there has been a violent murder. That has taken place with only that sound coming from the room.
1: But I just, I don't understand. Just see the, watch the movie. Tell, maybe there's something I'm missing because there's a cadence issue here for me where I'm like, how did we get from the dad throwing a ninja star <laughs> to what the if kid he, being Robert the doll? What if he missed and hit Jenny? And did the kid give the woman cancer?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. So Absolutely. it was the kid. That was all folded (laughs) up in the briefcase that the housekeeper left over. I can understand the kid killing the nanny, but explain to me this, Judge. (laughs) How come we get the weird puppet moment of Robert looking through the giant keyhole?
0: Your Honor, I object.
1: I'm serious. Like, I don't, like, I feel like that was the first moment where we've got a real anthropomorphic happening happening, you know?
0: Badgering the witness.
1: I guess I, I, it, did they trade off? Was it the doll in the beginning?
0: I want to see the script.
1: Is this like Friday the Thirteenth, where at first you think it's Jason, but really it's the mom the whole time, and then in the end it really is Jason, and then for the rest of the sequels it's really Jake. You know what I'm saying?
0: I do. I do. I guess we're gonna find out. There are four we more are, of these movies.
1: We are gonna. We're gonna spend way more hours of our as Mary Oliver put it precious and wild life watching several more of these movies in the Robert the doll universe and the Robert the doll cinematic universe. Pardon me.
0: And I cannot wait. Yeah. Cause we're no. in the Robert the doll universe. All that happened in our universe, but no, this is yeah. different. This, this is Robert's world. We're just living it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, everyone go watch this movie, watch it twice.
1: It's so nice. I really love the idea of all of this happening in the mind of the woman currently taking care of Robert in Key West, Florida.
0: Yeah. That's the version we're going to write. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the prequel. Woo. So we did it. We watched this movie in its entirety and we talked On about purpose. it. Yeah.
1: On Adam purpose. took several pages of notes.
0: This is in <laughs> our watch history. This is the first thing I did upon waking up today.
1: Me too. I, I also, watched
0: Robert at like six in the morning.
1: Let me tell you something. Okay. I watched it at 730. We were like right there. Possibly the weirdest thing that happened to me whilst working on this endeavor. Mm-hmm. The movie ended. I kept Amazon on, and for some reason, the next thing that populated to play and just started playing was the first episode of Mad Men. <laughs> Explain that algorithmic moment.
0: Yeah, that's a this is why
1: I'm not afraid of AI yet. Not yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's you hear- happening.
0: Anytime you see a headline that's like AI wrote a Beatles song, go listen to that song. It ain't. It's not a Beatles song.
1: No, it's not a Beatles song. So Uh, it's it's maybe it's about the Beatles. Maybe it's about Beatles. Just actual. It's about being in a yellow submarine yesterday and holding their hands inside the submarine because they wanted to hold their hand. Right. Yeah. That's how AI works. That's a that's an AI Beatles song. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's that's our episode. Do we have yeah, anything no, to done. plug before we no, do anything to plug? They've they've given us their time and we've given them something in exchange. It, and let's just see what they say and think about Robert. And now give us your soul by watching Robert on Amazon Prime, please. That's clearly the agreement that you signed yeah. for Patreon. So anyway, going on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh let's get out of here, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just do it.
0: Yeah. Caitlin, say goodbye.
1: Goodbye.
0: Goodbye, everybody. We love you.